Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Okay, well, welcome everybody to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. I have a very dear friend that I love getting to know her more and more. She is a powerhouse, but she's so dear at the same time. I just love her and she is so much to speak into all of our lives. She blesses me every single time I talk to her. It is Elizabeth Nader. And I'll just give you a little bit. You can say hi or whatever you want to do. And then I'll introduce you. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, Catherine. Congratulations on your podcast. I love it. Thank you. I'm just happy. We're just having a fun time. So let me tell you a little bit about Elizabeth in case you don't know her. Uh, she is the founder of the idea woman. I love that. I right there. That works for me. She's a coach, an entrepreneur, an author and speaker, a mother, a wife, uh, all sorts of things. Um, now I'll read you her bio because it's pretty impressive. And I love the wording you have in this, Elizabeth. Uh, so Elizabeth Nader is a visionary inspiring others to discover their true selves before the world told them differently. Love that. Amen. She is a mindset coach, experienced businesswoman, motivational speaker, teacher, and author of the acclaimed book, Master Your Mindset in the Master's Way. Elizabeth has founded several businesses, including one which was ranked in the 5,000 fastest growing companies list. You go, girl. Her enthusiasm (laughs) for overcoming obstacles and discovering purpose, love of entrepreneurship, energetic drive and unwavering belief in people's potential propels her clients and students into new realms in both their personal and professional lives. Oh, that's great. So yay. I'm so glad to have you on. Thank you for joining. Well, I, I just absolutely, it's so funny when you have to sit through your bio because you're like, okay, yeah, I mean, really, did I write that? Like, you know, I forgot to leave out all the other things that we don't talk about, right? Like that incredible business that ended up failing 10 years later, which taught me, you know, a lot about failure. Like, it's funny how we do that. But um, I do think, you know, we want to share with people the unique gifts God put inside of us and to wrap words around that, that will help people understand that we're here to help each other. But anyway, thank you for bringing me on. Let's, Yay. let's have some fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Elizabeth, I know you wrote your book a while back, which was, which is incredible. This is kind of her, um, you've got to get this book, master your mindset, the master's way, probably a good idea. Um, yeah. Elizabeth Nader. So, um, this is chock full and this is a chunky book. Um, and substantive and actually full of really practical, um, exercises, things to help challenge and stretch us because we're only going to go as far as we're thinking. We're transformed by the renewing of our mind and God knows we need mind renewal. So help us, Elizabeth, <laughs> with our mind renewal. Uh, feel free, whatever you're feeling led to share, um, from your book, uh, any recent, you know, things you've been meditating on, whatever, whatever floats your boat. All right, great. Well, there's so much to talk about. So you tell me when time is up, right? Oh, but okay. No, <laughs> you and I have talked before and we share some, uh, really a lot of similar worldviews. I think that's why we enjoy spending time talking about things. But, um, you know, the book really came out of my de- desire to help people conquer limiting beliefs and then ultimately pursue their purpose because the two are so related. I think that so many of us, and, and especially women, 
um, but not only women, but especially women get frustrated, not really knowing why, why me, God, why did you create me a certain way? And we collect these limiting beliefs, these lies that we've allowed to go into our spirit. We collect them throughout life. We collect them in childhood. We collect them in adulthood. We collect them through traumatic experiences and we build this scaffolding of, of a belief system that isn't always helpful for us. And often it holds us back from seeing what God has for us and what our gifts are and how to use them. So, you know, if you look at like, let's go back to my bio, the genesis of kind of me being in business and helping Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, I kept running up against these limiting beliefs that these business owners would have. And I said to myself, you know, if they don't overcome that, they're never going to go anywhere. They're believing a lie about themselves, whether it was a fear of failure, a fear of success, which is an interesting fear, um, a belief that they're never going to amount to anything yet. They're putting all that they have into this business, like these conflicting ideas. So I I started to look at that and I said, wow, I I need to work on their mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, this is an area that the world, when I say the world at large, right. And from a secular standpoint, there's a lot of focus on your mind, right? Mindset is an overused word maybe, right? But my particular take on it just happened to be from my worldview, right. which is based in my faith, right? Mm-hmm, and so I, I took pause and I said, okay, God, what? how do I heal people from their limiting beliefs? Because mm-hmm. I got to tell you what, and I know you feel this way. I'm not going to come up with something on my own because my <laughs> stuff doesn't work. Like yeah. I need him. Your latest right? bright idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get I mean, it. <laughs> just create like if he doesn't inspire it I always say that to him before I go into a coaching session or speaking whatever I'm like if you don't show up then then please show up because I'm gonna look foolish right so So, or it's just gonna fall flat it's not gonna have life to it Mm -hmm. that's actually what it is it Mm -hmm. it actually falls flat and I think people feel that and you feel that so um so so I started to kind of explore this in the basis of theology, like, well, how were we made? And and God, what do you say about our minds and our thoughts? And, and because I was raised in the faith, I already knew a lot of those scriptures right. and I knew the Bible was full of this stuff, but mm-hmm. I never really saw it the way he showed me now. And I've had this revelation. So I wrote this book in 2019, but it came out of about three years of teaching people what it means to master their mindset mm-hmm. In the, in the, in the, in the, um, construct of the way God made us, right? Spirit, soul, and body. So this was like, this was like this unveiling that he did with me, which I'm so appreciative for because it changed my life. It changed the way I think. It changed the way I parent. It changed my marriage. Um, it changed, of course, my business and what I'm doing with my gifts. It allowed me in my forties to finally understand why I am the way I am, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I'm now way past my forties, but it was an incredible revelation to say, Oh, I get all this. And it kind of all came together. So let me, I, I let you said in the book, it's, it is thick. There are a lot of, um, a lot of exercises and yes. I don't like just to tell people, well, you got to think this way, or this is, you know, this is truth. I like to give them things to do. Cause I think we yeah. do too much talking and not enough doing. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, tell me yeah. how to get there from here because I, yeah. that, that's part of one of, that's one of my, when I was writing my book, I was very much that way too, because it's, this yeah. is so great. But if you can't get there from here, it's like looking through the window in the candy store and going, okay, like to get in there. But so well, absolutely we get a lot I appreciate of that. that. 
Yeah, we get a lot of that, don't we? Like, even mm-hmm. you think about social media, we're, we're kind of swiping past all these motivational things and they're really good. Right. But I wonder how many times we actually apply them or know how to apply them or. Right. So I thought, well, okay, let's, let's look at mindset. And, and I was, I was meditating on um, what that means. What does mindset mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I got this definition of mindset, which is threefold, mm-hmm. which is a set of deeply held beliefs. And you can't see me, but I'm going down to like my, my gut. Right. Cause I always right? say like oh, deeply held, that's like good. your spirit, your gut, right. Mm-hmm. Your subconscious, mm-hmm. like that's what I do. So it's a set of deeply held beliefs, a way of thinking mm-hmm. that affects your actions, that dictates your actions. Mm-hmm. It's a threefold definition. Again, yes. deeply held beliefs, mm-hmm. right. That would be your worldview and things you're not even aware of that you believe and you buy into right. subconscious, right? right? Deeply held that affects the way you think up here and therefore Absolutely. affects your choices. So I'm, I'm meditating on that. And then all of a sudden it was like, I remember the moment. I remember the moment. Now it seems like no big deal, but it was a big deal to me at the time. Right. I remember the moment God said spirit, soul, body. He said, map it to spirit, soul, body. And I went, whoa, whoa. Nice. What do you mean? A set of deeply held beliefs. Mm-hmm. Our heart, we have a heart in our subconscious, really. And I can show you, I can prove that to you in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, Deeply held beliefs, subconscious, spirit, deep in our spirit, right? The thing that operates without us even realizing it. Mm -hmm. That that maps, Mm -hmm. that first part of the definition maps to spirit. Soul, we are also soul. Well, Mm -hmm. our thinking realm, right? Mm -hmm. That's the second part of the definition maps to the soul realm. Mm -hmm. It's our mind, it's our will, it's our our emotions. Mm -hmm. It's what we are constantly in and recognizing and aware of, you know, when we're awake. Right. And then body, we are a trying being, spirit, soul, and body. Body maps to our choices, our results, what we do, because it's right. visible. You can see it. I can see your choices. Mm-hmm. I can see what you do with your life. So body is the physical representation right. of what's going on here mm-hmm. and what's going on in here. So I was like, oh my gosh, well, okay, okay. try and being, spirit, soul, and body. All right, let's go further, right? So first of all, that definition alone, I think is instructive because now you can start to say, all right, where are my thoughts coming from? Mm -hmm. Where are my beliefs? So just separating it alone seemed to really help my students to understand that. clarity, right, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and then the one thing I, I always say before we move into this further is I want you to think about what is the one thing you have control over in life. What is the one thing God gave you control over? One thing. What is it? One thing. And everybody goes, I, I, you know, I don't know. It doesn't come to the right. What do you mean? One thing, my choices. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. I mean, you have free will, but what mm-hmm. is it really? What is it netting down to? Mm-hmm. And this is important when we talk about mindset and we talk about changing our mindset and we talk about seeing results in our life. They're different. We have to recognize we cannot control what our spouse house does. We cannot control right. what our children oh, do, no. right? We try to, but we can't, we can't <laughs> okay. control the weather. We can't control politics. We can't right. control what our boss decides to do. What do we have control over? Mm-hmm. One thing, our mind and how we direct it. Absolutely. And that is how we experience life because it's not what happens to us. Mm-hmm. It's how we respond to it. Absolutely. So, so this is, and this mm-hmm. is the incredible gift that God gave us. He gave us this control. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, take it. it, make choices, choose life. Don't choose death. Right. He right. talked about the power of the tongue, all that, but it's your mind. Mm-hmm. So when, when you look at that, you say, well, now I'm responsible. 
I have not only is this control important, it mm-hmm. not only is it is it is it everything, but it is a huge gift to me. Absolutely. Because it's where you're I can empowered. change. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's power. Mm-hmm. Now the world would say, I always I always compare it to the world because I find this interesting. The world takes God's concepts, you know this so well. Right. The secular world and mm-hmm. twists them mm-hmm. and uses them for their own and, and they're sure. God's laws, they're laws of nature, right? Sure. Like God put they're gonna function across the board. So yes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna work for you. Like mm-hmm. Catherine, if you don't believe in God, God forbid, but if you didn't, but you still Right. Use the power of the law of sowing and reaping. It will right. still work for you. Absolutely. It won't be redemptive at the end, but it'll work. Right? right. Right. So I look at that and I say, well, you know, there are this, these, all these things on mindset, like attraction theory and mm-hmm. um, the law of attraction, right? You have right. what you say, all these things. I'm looking at all this, meditating all this. And I'm thinking, these are all God's laws. They're all These God's are laws. his. That's why they work. <laughs> That's why they work. Right. Right. They're his. Mm-hmm. So if we are to harness those mm-hmm. in the context of our relationship with him and in mm-hmm. the context of truth and in the context of his word, right. how much more powerful could our lives be? So we have to unpack that. Yeah. So you see that you see the setup, right? Right. Spirit, soul, and body, the definition of mindset. What's the one thing we can control? So that's the setup, yeah. Catherine. Love it. So now from right. there. You say, what do I do with that information? Right. That's our setup. Well, yeah, I got the setup and you got to buy into it. You got to understand, you have to understand that, that, that this is truth. I mean, it's your, this is what you control, right? right? Right. How many people do you know that spend majority of their life reacting to things that are beyond their control and living in that pain? Exactly. And And, and then they feel helpless and then they get depressed and hopeless and all of that, because those are the things that you really are not empowered to control. You're but not, you are able not. to control so this. So yes. that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yet it is such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I started to look, let, let's look at the Bible and see what God says. I mean, he made us. Uh, so let's look at the owner's manual, not to be cute, but you know, we say right. that because right. it's true. It is. <laughs> what does he say? Yeah, it's true. What does he say about our minds? And I mean, you talk about scripture after scripture oh, yeah. after scripture, right? I mean, we could camp for the next hour on one scripture, right? Right. It was just this constant revelation of, yeah, I've heard that one before, but I never heard it that way. Right. Um, and, and about renewing your mind. And then I stopped in James and I was like another, whoa. So James talks about being double-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Now this blew my mind, honestly. Mm-hmm. God showed me what, the, what does that really mean? He, he said, go back to your definition of mindset. Remember that spirit, soul, and body, right? We have, we have a heart. The spirit is the heart. We can interchange those words in scripture, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Renew the heart in me, renew my spirit. Mm-hmm. And your subconscious has a brain of its own while you're sleeping. Yes, it it's running everything, right? Mm-hmm. Did you know the heart actually, the organ of the heart has its own neurons and it can it behave does. independently of your brain? It's breath. It's amazing. They, uh, what we're finding out about that. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and your gut actually as well. So just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So, so, so the premise is there's a mind there in the Mm -hmm. subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. There's also a mind here. Mm -hmm. It's different than your brain. The brain is the actual gray matter. The mind is sort of the virtual aspect of that. Right. So I looked at that. I said, Oh, we have two minds. Yes, we do. Wow. And what does he say in James? He says, Mm -hmm. 
if you are double-minded, you will have nothing. You will be tossed, right? And, and, you know, tossed as the, you know, as the boat on the sea, whatever. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That means that if I am struggling in life, if I am not seeing the results in my life, Mm -hmm. I must be double-minded. I need to be single-minded. I need to bring my spirit in alignment with my soul, Mm -hmm. with the mind realm, my subconscious, my spirit, my heart, my deeply held beliefs must be in alignment Mm -hmm. with what I'm thinking. And therefore my words and my actions and my choices will have power. But without that, if I believe one thing here and I believe something else in my spirit, I am no longer in alignment, right? I am double-minded. I was like, okay, now this is is good. All right. This is good. Right. And then I looked at the world and the world says the same thing. You know what the world says? They say, you're sending out chaotic vibrations to the universe. Right. (laughs) Right. And I'm not making fun, but I kind of am because. But but it's, but these are, I mean, that that is true, but we have to understand where these frequencies come from and all that. But that's exactly how they understand it. But they're, they're disconnecting it from their creator. But yeah, all of that. So. That, I mean, and that I is amazing. And then, you, and, and then, and then, and then, and then you're, you're fruitless, right? You're fruitless. You're unstable in all your ways. You're, that you, you have a unstable. lack of integrity. Yeah. So when Jesus walked the earth, he was integrous. In other words, everything was in alignment. And so we would spend yeah. time with his father, bring himself into alignment, right? And yes. then out of that was automatic fruitfulness. So you don't have to exactly. gut out fruitfulness. The work is in our minds and the fruitfulness is a byproduct. Remaining me, me and you, you will bear much fruit. While we're, when we're all over the map and not remaining, we're going to be fruitless. Yes. So yeah, exactly. sorry, exactly. go ahead. I'll let you, this exactly. is a great. No, but you're, this is why we flow. Exactly. Right. What she said, <laughs> what she said. So, so, you know, I, I like to show what the world says because a lot of us will hear those things and we wonder if there's power in that. And mm-hmm. I say to you again, yes, there is, but there's no redemptive power in that. It has an end that's different than when you, when you do it God's way, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, right. it's not the same fruitful, redemptive end. So let's go back to again, the double-mindedness aspect. So you mm-hmm. say, well, what does that mean to not be in alignment? What does that mean? Right. Well, what it means is that you're believing something in your spirit that mm-hmm. is not what you're believing up here. And I want to give you a simple example uh, because so many people struggle with it. It's it's simple, but let's go with the example of a diet, somebody that wants to lose weight or get healthy. Mm-hmm. And in their mind, they say, I'm going to will myself to do this. I'm going to start this new program, I'm going to invest in this, I'm going to be committed. And we're up here in our mind, and we're Mm going to do this, we're going to power through it, right? It's this, it's this will. And, and, and for a while, it may work Mm -hmm. until we hit a stress in life, something happens, it works until it doesn't, right? We just get so overwhelmed. And our, our white knuckling it is just not going to cut the mustard. We don't care anymore. anymore. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So you know what, you know what happens? is then the power center, which is our subconscious, which mm-hmm. is our spirit, that mm-hmm. has has allowed a lie to take shape, takes over. What is that lie? I don't know. You grew up and your family said you're always going to be overweight. Right. They said, hey, your dad died of a heart attack. Your grandfather died of a heart attack. Right. You're going to die of a heart attack. They mm-hmm. said to you, oh, aren't you cute and chubby? You're chubby. You were rejected by friends. Mm-hmm. You... It, you know, uh, by your classmates, you were, you were made fun of whatever that, and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a small little 
root, right? A small right. little seed that takes mm-hmm. root. Mm-hmm. And it's at the time, it seems like nothing. Right. But because we're children often, and we don't have the... Um, the, the filter to say, right. don't believe that, Catherine, that's going to haunt you when you're an right. adult. You don't know that. Right. These things drop into Just your spirit like and they a sponge. take hold. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and they take hold. So soak up these lies. Mm-hmm. We do. We soak up these lies. And mm-hmm. so, and especially if they come from a voice of authority, yes. which could be a friend, because when right. we're young, we give them authority right. to speak in our, in our lives. Yep. A parent, a teacher, any, any authority figure that repeats something that's a lie becomes truth to us. Right. So it drops in our spirit and it's there and it's part of the construct. And we're not aware until we hit a stressor right. until the stresses in life reveal it. And all of a sudden that goal that we wanted to do, that stressor comes in and, and everything now mm-hmm. is off filter. So right. it's a simple example, but people say, why do I always hit a wall? Because you don't really believe you deserve to be healthy, right? You don't really believe it in your, in your spirit and your subconscious. God hasn't healed that lie for you. You have right. held onto it and you are either aware or not aware, but it doesn't matter. Cause guess what? The subconscious, the spirit is your power center right. and it is in control more than you recognize. So if right. this is power and this is will power mm-hmm. always trumps will, but always. guess what totally works? Willpower when they align. that's when everything changes. So you have to, in that scenario, yeah, you're thinking the right things up here, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to get healthy for the right reasons. You've got to go back and heal that issue, that lie, wherever it came from. And Mm -hmm. it may be from your adulthood. It doesn't have to be from childhood. This is not all about childhood. You've got to go back and heal that. You have to see that through God's eyes. You have to put, you have to give that to God and ask him, what do I need to do to heal this lie? How do I finally shed that right. so that I can believe the truth that you believe about me? That's and true. then the alignment happens. So that his truth actually feels like truth. Because what yeah. happens is when our, on our subconscious realm, which neurologically, the subconscious realm moves at a much faster rate than the conscious realm. And that will trump every time. It'll undermine if it's not in alignment. So when yeah. in our inner man, we are yes. believing what God says to be true about us, our value, right. our worth. You're absolutely worth taking care of, nurturing. Um, you're beautiful. You're fearfully wonderful made. You're powerful. You have self-control, uh, all of these different things. Then we're able to, as a byproduct, flow in that and make the choices that we need to do to, to be what we want to be and have. Exactly. Have. It changes. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. And and I love that you bring science into it because Mm -hmm. this is the way God did everything. Right. And it's fascinating and it's true and it works. So, so once you get that concept, so what do I have people do? Well, then we start, we start looking at limiting beliefs and, Mm -hmm. and I have in my book, there's a um, flow chart I did called the mind of man. And it goes through seven steps of how we go from a deeply held belief Mm -hmm. to results in our life, either positive or negative. Right. So, and you can go through that and see how those deeply held beliefs become thoughts and, and how those thoughts become emotions, which is either faith or fear. They're mm-hmm. only two emotions and mm-hmm. we have feelings that come from them. Absolutely. But you're either in faith or you're either in fear or yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, faith or love or fear. Mm-hmm. And you know, the two don't exist together. Right. So you're in one or the other. And then all these feelings come from that. And then from the feelings we, um, we say words, we make choices and we have mm-hmm. results. So you look at the flow and you say, all right, where can I stop this flow? I do this with my children. It's a great thing to do with kids. 
a lot of times kids will say to you um, when they're not really in touch yet with their feelings, they'll say, mm-hmm. I'm feeling sad or I'm frustrated, or you're noticing that they're struggling right. with something. Right. And they, and, and we have this conversation. I say to them, okay, what thought did you have yes. prior to this emotion? We know that emotion, by the way, we know that's fear, right? right. It's not, it's not faith. So we mm-hmm. already get that checkbox. Mm-hmm. What thought were you having? And, and I go for the thought because um, you know, Catherine, all of us do this. We, we can live in an emotion, live in a feeling and we have to stop ourselves sometimes and say, what am I thinking that's causing this? What, exactly. What's up here? Exactly. Right? What am I thinking? Because you're, so, the, you're, the feelings are the fruit of what you're thinking on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the words come, which we know mm-hmm. we trap ourselves with the words. That's a whole study that, right. that we don't. So I say to them, okay, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. And then they'll give me that thought. And then I'll say, well, is that true? What's the limiting belief behind that? Can yes. we challenge that limiting belief? And a lot of times, either at that moment, it will help them unveil it, or later mm-hmm. they'll come back to me and say, oh, this is why this is what I was thinking. I've uncovered some things I didn't know my kids were struggling with Wow! by going through that process and realizing that they believed a lie that someone told them. And that became a thought. Mm -hmm. And that thought is now causing this stress for them. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure out what to do with it. So, so, so that's one tool. And Mm -hmm. for parents, please use that. It's, it's fascinating. I mean, and teaching and training your children to think about what they think about, right? Yes. I mean, yes. right. So we, so whatever we're not aware of has power over us, but when we're aware of what that is, we're able to bring that to the light. So once, um, we've gone through this exercise, say I'm feeling depressed. Um, and I'm like, okay, what was I thinking? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, of course, no wonder <laughs> I was thinking on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and so once I have the lie, the thought that I was meditating on that's bringing this negative emotion. Um, what do you, re- what do you recommend in your sort of process once I've discovered this lie? Um, what do so, I do with it? Yeah, exactly. And, and again, that's very important to me that I, that I help you do something with it because it's one thing to identify it. So once we've identified right. that limiting belief, that lie that we've allowed to take hold, I, I actually wrote a 14 step process. It's not so important that, that it's in order per se, but the beginning mm-hmm. of it is fascinating. Let me share it with you. The beginning of it. So the first thing we do is once we've, we've determined what that lie is, is um, it, that is really step one, which mm-hmm. is where are you? It's being honest about where you are being yeah. honest, saying, this is what I'm struggling with being willing, willing to say it, being willing to identify it. Right. Now I want to bring in the analogy of Adam and Eve here because oh. I just, I was just Love thinking this. that it's so perfect. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm going right, to say. Right where my mind is going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going right. to say. So what happened when Adam and mm-hmm. Eve sinned? Now, before that, before they sinned, they had a perfect mindset. They didn't need my book. They didn't. Need, they, <laughs> they had the one who is the word. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. They had, they mm-hmm. had the mind of Christ, right? Because yes. he's existed mm-hmm. from the foundations of the world. They had the perfect mind of Christ. That is the mind that we want, by the way. Mm -hmm. And the Bible actually shows you what that is. So they had this communion with God. There was no barrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had the mind of Christ. They did not see any limitations in life. They had no stinking thinking. They had no lies. Now they eat of the apple. The sin comes in and the communication and the, the relationship and the mind of Christ and all that perfection is broken, right? It's broken in an instant because God is holy and he cannot commune with what is unholy. Right. Now he knew this was going to happen. So he's, mm-hmm. he, he's got a solution, right? We know that he has a solution, but this is what happened. So 
in the detail of that story, as, as soon as that happened, Adam and Eve immediately lose the mind of Christ. They lose that perfection and they see their limitations. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says they saw that they were naked. And I see that as them seeing their limitations, seeing their, you know, their sort of the dirty aspect of their nature. It's not that nakedness is so important. It's like being like everything is revealed, like, oh my gosh, here we are, right? This baseness of who we are is, as And humans. that feeling of separateness apart from God. Mm-hmm. Feeling separateness, mm-hmm. feeling um, exposed, feeling mm-hmm. just right. all shame. Of, can you imagine fear. how that felt? Yeah. I well, mean, to I, go I, from the perfection to this. That's, that's why they call it a fall, right? <laughs> wow. Big fall. Right. Yes. Big, yes. big, big fall. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and of course, this is the basis for the entire story of redemption and why mm-hmm. we need Christ. So, so when that happens, then now, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, and of course, most of you should know the story. If you don't know it in detail, go read it in Genesis, but mm-hmm. it's so interesting. So this happens, and then uh, paraphrasing, you know, uh, uh, Adam is hiding, and, and God says to Adam, where are you? Right. Oh, now, wow. That's this, so is what I, this is what I, this step one, right. step one. Mm-hmm. Where are you? God did not need to ask him that. God is all knowing. God was not confused. He was not like, where are where is he? <laughs> no. What am I going to Identify where you are. Right. Identify mm-hmm. where you are. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the conversation, mm-hmm. the next question God asked him is pretty much who told you that. Right. So, so that powerful. is step two. So step one is identifying that 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 limiting belief and and, and being honest about where you are. You can't right. fix what you don't admit. Right. You, you can't you kid yourself. With, right. Right. You right. got to admit it. Yourself. It has to be mm-hmm. there. You have to come to that end of yourself mm-hmm. where you say mm-hmm. this is here. Now I'll I'll share with you because I speak in these words a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll say to my husband, to my team, even to my kids sometimes. I'll say, okay, that's a limiting belief, but I'm just believing it right now. Like that's. What, like, <laughs> That limiting belief is really feeling true right now. Yes, I. That's that's just honest. That's just honest. Being honest. Sometimes I don't have the energy to deal with it. Sometimes I'm like, I know that's a limiting belief, but I'll do that later because I'm working on this one. Like I'm, I'm just like all of you. We're all. I just see, like I see the world as limiting belief, so I see mine. And so sometimes I'll go to step one of where are you? I'm like, okay, it's there, but. I'm not moving forward. I'm, 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 I'm st- staying here for a little bit. Well, the other thing is you just, you can't work on everything all at once. So yeah, a lot of yeah. times just trusting the Lord to bring, okay, what limiting belief are you having me address? And a lot of times yeah. when we um, look at people and there's something so glaring, right? But God is like, no, I'm really not after that part. I'm So really being, having the Lord lead you in what you're supposed to be dealing with now, because he will empower what it is you're supposed to be dealing now. You can't deal with everything all at once. And you have to be patient with yourself in the process. You know what? That's a, Mm -hmm. you know what is a really good analogy to that is that when we have to lose weight, our Mm -hmm. toxins are held in our fat cells. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times um, people who are trying to lose weight, they'll hit a a plateau. And there can be reasons why, but mm-hmm. often it's our body protecting us because mm-hmm. as that fat is burned, the toxins are released. released. So much yeah. like God is not going to say, okay, you're going to deal with all 500 of your limiting beliefs in, in yes. the span of a week. We can't handle that. No. And it's a, it's an evolution of, mm-hmm. um, of, of revelation, yes. right? It's, it's, it's no, it's seeing this layer, it's the onion, it's this layer, it's this layer. And then one. So yes, and this is okay. We'll be kind to ourselves. God is, is far right. more kind to our, us well, than we are love, to ourselves. He's patient. He's kind. I mean, so he's calling yeah. us to be patient and kind with ourselves in the process while asking ourselves 
to be honest and do the work. And it, it, let's be very clear, full disclosure, it is work, Amen. but it is empowered work. You're equipped yes. for it. We're empowered for it. Um, as long as it's where God is leading. If, if, if we're trying to confront something and he's like, that's not what I'm really got my finger on right now, it, you're not going to be empowered. You've got to be yeah. white knuckling it. So it is yeah. important. The sons and daughters of God are led by the spirit of God. So he will bring it up. It'll be ding. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to go. You don't yeah. need to go searching. You don't need to go yes. digging. I mean, that's what that, you know, he, he will bring you on that journey and he will reveal the things he wants you. If, as long as you can hear it. Right. And right. you got to read Catherine's book. So you know how to do all that. But, um, but the other part of, of where are you that I recognize through some painful experiences with friends, I, we, particularly uh, a, a, son, a guy who was like a son to us. He was mm-hmm. in his young 20s. He really believed some lies about his life. And he spent a lot of time with our family. And we ministered to him. And we tried so hard to get him to see the truth. Um, he was unable to do that. It turned into sort of a, of a heavy mental illness situation. And eventually so he took his life. Ugh. Now, I tell you that so story hard. to say that, yeah, it's a tough situation to say that. God said to me very clearly, you know, identifying where you are is one thing, which is what is the limiting belief and, and where am I? But it's a sliding scale. And I make the analogy um, to um, to being like having a head cold to going to the ER to being in the ICU. Right. Um, weary, wounded and wrecked is what I call it. Mm-hmm. So where are you is a little bit deeper than just that identification. It's mm-hmm. also recognizing that all of us get weary at times. And if mm-hmm. we're able to deal with that head cold mm-hmm. early and not let right. it take root, right? right? And we're able to catch it at this stage when we don't tend to move to the next stage yeah. of wounded, which right. is now we have to go to the ER because, you know, the, the cure is much more involved now because right. we've allowed ourselves to be in that state for so long. Mm-hmm. And then if we don't do that yeah. and we let it like this young man, who we loved more than anything, but it just, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go there. He was in the wrecked stage where it's now the ICU and the amount of work and intervention and and the tools that you use at that point are are really much more intense. And so, so the point is to you is to say there is a continuum. And, Mm -hmm. and, and while I make a joke about not not dealing with some limiting beliefs, there are things that if you allow them to fester and God is, urging you to deal with them. He, mm-hmm. he sees, he sees where you're going. If you right. don't, you've got to be careful. You don't move on that continuum and find yourself to the point where of course God will always have a solution. Cause he does, he saves right? us out of everything, he does. but this is much more painful. Isn't it Catherine? Oh yeah. Get it early. <laughs> get it early. I mean, yeah, and the thing early. is it's still worth it. If you're wrecked, it is still worth yeah. it, but it's always. so much easier earlier on. It is so much easier Where, wherever you find yourself, it is worth it. And you're, because you're worth it. But yep. if yep. you can do it earlier, it's a lot easier, you know, avoiding pro, I mean, just avoiding dealing with stuff. They mushroom. It does mushroom. Yep. And our thoughts do grow, you know, like Carolyn Leaf yep. talks about those trees. If you've read her, her, her work. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, um, tell us. So we've kind of identified where we are. We have the limiting yeah. belief, uh, kind of what, what next? What's, What's kind of, and I know so you don't need next, to go through all 14 steps, but yeah, I'm not, we won't go through general. them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a highlight, but the next one is fun because it's still related to Adam uh-huh. and it's who told you that. So God does yes. ask him, you know, who told you that? And, and, and of course the enemy told him that he was deceived, but let me tell you what's fascinating about the, who told you that step. It's not about blame. It's right. not, we are not in the blame game. We're not about blaming our mom, blaming right. our dad, blame. 
because we know that that's a seed of unforgiveness and blame is never going to heal us. So what it's fascinating about this step is that you really sometimes have to ask the Holy Spirit. You may or may not know who told you that. The who may be a situation. You may have gone through a difficult divorce and as a result, you believe you're not worthy of love. Mm -hmm. That's really more a situation that told you that. You may um, believe that you um, are not worthy of friends and you know the who told you that? Maybe a kid in middle school. Sure. And you have given that kid power. He doesn't even remember you. And you've given him power over you for decades. So the who told you that may or may not result in a person. Mm -hmm. It may result in a thing, Mm -hmm. but it's informative and it's freedom because I've had people I've worked with who have identified the who told me that and realized that's who told me that that's where this came from. Right. This huge thing now was that middle schooler that, you know, whatever, it's true whatever. what we, what we've empowered, right? But then what once you re- recognize that it, 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 it gives you context, which gives you yeah. empowerment to be able to move forward. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. And that alone for some people mm-hmm. is a release of like, I can't believe, like, this is ridiculous. I've right. been holding on to this. The source <laughs> right. of it is not, you know, right. and then of course, sometimes it's, it's not that simple. So, so that's an important step. And you mm-hmm. look at Adam's story with that too. But we, then we go through the rest of the steps and they're really about, um, recognizing it's time to make a change. Like yeah. what, what have you given up? What price are you paying by holding right. on to that belief? And what could your life be like if you were willing mm-hmm. to challenge it and replace it with truth? Yes. And then we get to a point where, you know, you have to commit to doing it because so many people go round and round and round. And this is why I say God made me a coach, not a counselor. I don't, and this is just maybe my <laughs> shortcoming or maybe the way God made me. So I'm not going to call it, it a shortcoming. the way God made you. Let me just okay, help thank you. you. Because we thank need you. coaches and we need counselors yeah. and you got to figure out which one you are. <laughs> They're so different. They're so different because yeah. if it, Catherine, if you keep coming to you with the same problem, love you. But at some point I'm like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. You need to go see a counselor. <laughs> That's not me. That's not my job description. That's not my grace. I can't do it. I can't do it. And, and these wonderful, these counselors, God bless them. Right. God bless them. They right. have patience right. and they have long suffering. Right. And I don't. Right, I don't. Right, I'm like, come well, on. Well, you have a different type of patience and a different type of of, of long suffering, but it's not the. I'm going to hold your hand while you refuse to do what you need to do for yourself. Call me when years. you're ready to do right. the work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, call, yeah. and 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 I I push the people in my life. I I tell them I love you, but I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher. Um, <laughs> that's the way God made me, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to push you. Well, sometimes so, people need a push. And if, yeah. if they, if, if, if it's a push in the right way at the right time, it helps people gain some traction that they wouldn't yes. have gotten otherwise. Yes. And, and as I always say, your strengths can be your weaknesses without mm-hmm. wisdom. So I think mm-hmm. my pushing is a strength, but mm-hmm. when I don't use wisdom, it becomes a weakness yes. and I can hurt yeah. people. Well, so if you have permission to push, yeah. right, I give you permission yeah. to push me because I know it's going to help me. That's great. Right. If you, if you violate people and push them without permission, that would be a problem. So that's kind of the wisdom and discernment, right? When, when's, when's a pushing yeah. moment? When's not a pushing moment? <laughs> so it is, right. it is wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is wisdom. And, and again, with any strength you have, you know, it becomes your weakness without yes. wisdom. So, so really the rest of it, and, and I urge people to get the book, um, not because I need to sell books at all. It, it, I would give them all free to you if you could. But yes, but it will take you through this process and, and it's about forgiveness. It's about replacing the lie with the truth. Mm -hmm. It's about, 
you know, find, you know, really making that space in your mind to say, I, I'm willing to believe this and changing what is written into your spirit. And, and the steps are not groundbreaking. They're just work that you have to do. And then the, the funny mm-hmm. enough, the last step is rinse and repeat because you will right. do this as long as you are breathing mm-hmm. on this planet, because so and I know you understand this, Catherine, yeah. <laughs> we go yes. through these seasons and mm-hmm. we fix things it's not that they come back. It's that other things come up. Right. Well, we're being upgraded. If we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind from glory to glory to glory, that means there's a higher level of glory yeah. that's requiring that transformation in that mind renewal that we're yeah. seeing as as God sees and, and all of that. So, yeah, it is an ongoing, but we're graced for it. And, and, and you're not doing it alone. That's the beautiful thing. This is not just we're trying to just think better by ourselves. We've got Holy Spirit in us who is unveiling things and who's empowering us and who's always working within us to help us do the work. And he created us in his image and likeness as champions to be able to do what we can do, what he's graced us to be able to do. And he, you know, takes us the rest of the way. But wow, well, that is amazing. Everybody, we need to get I probably, I need to reread this. This is so good. <laughs> Such a great book. Where can they find your book, Elizabeth? So it's on Amazon, um, but I would definitely recommend to, if people go to elizabethnader.com, mm-hmm. there is on my homepage, you can download the last chapter, which is on the blessing of failure. Because what I do is I take you through mindset. And then once you've done that, we talk about purpose and we talk about influence because those things can't happen without us getting this all cleared up. And right. we even talk about money mindset. And the last chapter is the blessing of failure, which is really about dealing with failure correctly. I've had plenty of failure. You can read about it. Um, in, and I'm sure you have too, Catherine, in the book, but how it's a yes. blessing. Yeah. <laughs> right. But blessing. that's true. And, right? You um, can learn so much more from failure than you can learn from success. This is really yes, true. Yes. <laughs> this is the truth. And, and we were, we were made to fail in the way that it makes us stronger. And yeah. so yeah, that last chapter, mm-hmm. um, is on my website. And if you want to download it, um, that's I think it'll great. help you, but yeah, please, you know, reach out if you need to. I, all my contact information is on my website, all my socials, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you'll hear about some new projects coming up, but, um, I just want for everyone, as it said in my bio, I want for everyone to discover their true selves before the world told you otherwise. And that's Mm, my heart's cry. I love that. I'm feeling that heart so much. That's, that's so beautiful. It's so empowering. And I just love your heart to see that for everybody. Well, everybody go get Elizabeth's book, go download her chapter. Uh, and you can start uh, with that and go get her book. Um, go find her. She has other resources as well. I seen you've got online courses and all sorts of things, just a plethora of uh, goodies. Uh, and so I, I, I anyway, Thank you, Elizabeth. It's been such a joy. We could just go on and on and on. So I will probably have you back again. I hope you want to come back. And and by the way, Catherine's on my podcast. So if you guys go to my podcast page, you can find her genius there uh, interview because she's amazing, as you know, because you follow her. But please look that up as well. Well, thank thank you for the plug. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you, everybody, for joining. Um, find Elizabeth and all her um, her materials, her books, her downloads, all of that. And enjoy your day and, and, and start to apply some of these things because they're upgrades on the other side that are just beautiful. So, so worth it. Thank yeah. you, Catherine. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.